G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and shine on Australia's Vision Christian Radio. Podcast exclusive here with uh, Pastor Jeff Fines. Actually, you know what? Let's let's do the intro to the podcast all in one here with Pastor Jeff. Yes, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. Very special edition. Oh, you've got more energy than usual for the podcast. Well, because... uh, Normally you're a bit like, oh, welcome to the podcast. But here, we've got a special guest. It's usually just you and me. And so you're a bit more excited. (laughs) When it's just me at the end of the show, it's like, yeah, yeah, here we go. You said that, not me. you've got Pastor Jeff here live with us for this podcast piece. Yes. Because there was a question asked... That we didn't get to during the show, mm. and so DJ, you've got it here now. Yeah, are you, gonna, are you ready to fire? Ready I am, to and, and look, it's a it's a serious question, and it comes in from Christine. And the other side of it was it was a written in. She couldn't call in. I mean, a caller always mm. wins on a breakfast show, mm. but it was also man, it's pretty serious for breakfast. I know we got serious this morning, but I thought this might be a good podcast podcast exclusive. So thank you so much for doing this, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, Christine writes to us, and she's she's not the only one. A few people chimed in with the same sort of question. I've got family, friends, relatives, co-workers, people in my church who have decided to live, a, a, you know, a sexual lifestyle style or a gender identification or, or anything along that line, like put that whole camp there, and they've decided to live like that. And that's a whole question in and of itself. But the question goes on. They still want to be actively involved in their church or in a church that is accepting them and approving of their lifestyle, what do I do? What do I say? Because it's leading to arguments, division, and I don't want to be that person. I want to love them. I do love them. But this ends up being a divisive thing because I say you can't practice in church. Mm. You know, you can't minister in church, serve in church if you're living this lifestyle. Yeah, Yeah, it, it all depends on the attitude of the person. All right, let's say, and we, we, we deal with this in Los Angeles all the time. Mm. Let's say that I'm struggling with my sexuality and I find as a male that I'm attracted to other males. Okay, first of all, that's not a sin. Okay, the attraction is real in some people, uh, but so was my attraction to the opposite sex when I was 19 or 20, but I don't go and sleep with them. Yeah. So the, the sin is not that I'm attracted to somebody that I'm not married to. The sin is if I act upon it. And so if I've got a person who says, you know what, I've realized I'm homosexual or I'm a lesbian, I'm attracted to the same sex, then, uh, but I still want to serve, I'm going to say, well, of course, there's a lot, everybody in this room sinners, but here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Don't act on it. If you, so if you're, if you're saying to me, I've got attraction to the same sex, I'm going to go live with this guy and engage in sex, but I still want to serve and do, well, no, you don't, because the objective word of God tells you this is not appropriate. Mm. But that's you know that's true of any sin. So if I'm if I'm addicted to pornography, if I'm if I'm addicted to alcohol, if I'm addicted to drugs, whatever it is, if the will is right, if the will is saying I realize I have this issue here, but I'm I'm fighting it and I'm trying through the Spirit of God to win the victory over it. Well, of course, that's everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got something. Uh, but if I say you know what I'm, I'm choosing to live in this, you know I like my I like my uh, meth. I'm going to continue to make it and I'm going to continue to use it. 
Well, well, then if you if you choose to live, that tells me that your will is wrong. Not you, you, you know you're saved by by grace through faith. Got it. But your will is wrong. You're you're not pursuing God. So if somebody comes to me and tells me that uh, I'm going to continue in this uh, illicit sexual relationship, immoral sexual relationship, I still want to serve God. I'm say, hey, dude, I don't know what you think you're hearing, but God would tell you to repent. And if, if you're going to live a repentant lifestyle, that doesn't mean you're perfect. Let's say, right. let's say for instance, let's say that mm. I am attracted to a man, mm. and I'm a guy. And I, my intent is I'm not going to act on this. I'm still going to serve God and listen to his voice. In a moment of weakness, I fail. Okay, repent. Let's go. Mm. That's different than a will that says I'm not even going to try to pursue God, Try to because I believe this is right. I've been told by my Christian friends, and some of the pastors have said they accept me because I can keep living this kind of life and there's no problem. Mm. Then I would say to this person, number one, if you're in a church like that, run. Mm. If you're in a church that tells you that it's okay to be, it's okay that I'm a guy, but I identify as a girl, I want you to call me a girl, and there's no will to change. I'm not saying those aren't real. I'm not saying gender dysphoria is not real. But the answer to that is to remind the person you're created in the image of God. You have these feelings and emotions. I acknowledge them. I am not saying that they're not real. I'm simply saying we all have feelings and emotions that are contradictory to the Word of God. It's like I said in the beginning. When I was 22, I wanted to sleep with every girl on the, on the planet. Mm. I didn't because I'm a Christ follower. Mm. So you can't tell me that just because I have feelings in one direction, those feelings are right. All feelings must come under, um, under, the, under the authority of the Word of God. And that's where it's going to get hard in culture. Because as culture drifts away, further and further away, and as sex becomes the God of our age, and it is, it's the highest priority, then as a Christ follower, it's going to be more and more difficult for you to not be judged and not be marginalized. Mm. But you've got to stand true. This goes back to Matthew 24. Jesus says, stand true. And he who endures till the end will receive the crown of life. Mm. Love people that disagree with you. Don't hate them. Don't spew vitriolic language. Love them, but say to them in love, dude, I understand that you're struggling here. I understand that you have attractions or you have dysphoria, that those things are real. I love you. I want to pray for you. I have also sin and temptation in my life. Please love me and pray for me. But I'm telling you, if the will is not intent on living a righteous and holy life, God's not calling you to serve him. Mm, okay, mm. I don't know what you think you're hearing. It's probably something where you wanna you wanna uh, uh, compensate somehow, mm. a coping mechanism with. Well, if I serve God and I'm living this way, God will forgive me. It doesn't work like that. The first thing God wants you to do, more than your service, He wants your heart, and your heart means that you're you're pursuing and following Him. So, what I would say to to anyone who asks this question is that love people. Do not do not spew vitriolic language at them. We all are sinners. We all have issues we're dealing with. But call one another up to live a life of holiness and purity, especially in an age whose God, whose primary God is sex. One more thing. I know it's a podcast, but one more quick thing. There was a great book written, actually won a Pulitzer Prize, by Ernest Becker. It was called The Denial of Death. And he he won all kinds of awards. He's a secular atheist. He's not even a Christian. But in the book, he says, because culture is eradicating God— Make no mistake, something will take his place. Mm. That will, and this was written in the 70s. It will be sex, money, and power. And he said, so we're going to come to a time, thinking this, we're going to come to a time, and this, again, written in the 70s, we're going to come to a time when there will be apocalyptic hookups. And he defines that as young women will have sex with older men for the sake of safety. Wow. Okay, so protection, security. 
then you will have the cross you, you'll have man with man, women with women. And, and again, he's not saying this is immoral. He's coming at it from secular atheism. He's just saying that when you kick God out, when sex becomes a God, there will be no holes barred. There will be no parameters. Yeah. And, and when I read the book, I thought, well, this is Paul in Romans 2. Yeah. Paul says once you hand your mind over to that kind of depravity, then there's no there, – it's open season. You know, you're going to have gender dysphoria. You're going to have you're going to have sexual temptations. It's going to be boring sex between a man and a woman. You're going to try it with man and man, woman to woman, or you're going to try to find your needs met. If you haven't had a lot of success with the opposite sex, you're going to try something else. Mm. When there's no parameters, everything's everything's uh, available. Exactly. Every, everything's free. So what we need to do in the church is remind people, as society goes farther and farther away from God, you lean in heavy to the Bible, the Scriptures, and you come under the objective authority of God's Word. And I I know people, I have two lesbian couples that come and sit on the front row of our second service on Sunday. I have, They've been in my office numerous times. I won't use their names, but they've been in my office numerous times, and here's what they tell me. It's difficult for us, but we know what the Word of God teaches we're really trying hard to do the right thing. Can we still come to church? And I said, well, if I told you, you couldn't. Nobody could because everyone's struggling with something. But their will is to win this battle over the emotion and to subject themselves to the authority of God's Word. And i got a lot of respect for them. And they're respectful in the house, too. You know, they, they, you know there's always a—you know, it's not appropriate for me— to have my hands all over my girlfriend in church, is it? Mm-hmm. Probably not anywhere if we're not married, but you know the, you know the point I'm making. Yeah. So what we're finding is most people respect the sanctity mm-hmm. of, the, of the church. Yeah. Uh, when you find people who don't, they're trying to make a point and push an agenda. Yeah. And, yeah. and their heart and will is not right. Mm. And so I would say, to the, again, to this young girl or middle-aged, whatever she is, say to your friends, look, I love you. I do not hate you. But this is the Word of God. It's what it teaches. Mm. And so I want you to know that I'm going to stand on God's Word. Mm. And mm. you might be alienated and marginalized, but you won't be, you'll be in good company, wouldn't you? <laughs> so I pray for you. Pray for those who are dealing with this kind of thing. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Jeff. That, is, uh, that, is, uh, that goes down for the most uh, deepest, heaviest podcast introduction we've had uh, Look, today. it goes a lot further than we normally cover. <laughs> So that's very good, Pastor Jeff. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Yeah, you've got a lot of people too struggling with. Do I attend weddings? Do I? There, there's a lot of issues oh, right now. Massive discussion. We need to have. We need to have that sound point yeah. too. Uh, if people want to reach out to you and uh, find more information about you, where is the best place for them to go online? You know what? I want to encourage people. If, if you've got questions on this topic, yeah. I will answer you personally. Wow. If you write to my. Uh, J.A. Vines at oneandall.church. Wow. And tell me that you heard on radio and you've got this question. I will I will get to you as soon as I can because this is important and I will make the time to do it. Woo! Exclusive there on the podcast wow. there. You've got his uh, contact details right there. Uh, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you for the show. Thank you for doing this on the podcast as well. Well, enjoy the show. There's a lot of questions. We not only have Pastor Jeff, we've got Jason Perko Perkins as That's well. That's right. And, uh, and much more on today's show. So we'll see you Tomorrow, bye-bye. Just the right mix of things to inspire and things to make you smile. Rise and shine with Felon DJ on Vision. Phil, it's Valentine's Day. That's right. And who else would you want here than <laughs> Mr. Irresistible himself? You're never going to leave Perko. this out. I, yeah. I can't uh, leave that that title yet. Uh, it's too good. Perko, <laughs> you're back here with us, uh, back in here every two weeks. In a two weeks' time from now, you've got the big uh, Carrie Newhoff uh, you know, tour. That's right. Uh, we'll catch up with you then. We, you're going to be run off your feet around all of that. And we're recommending... 
people still go over to irresistible.events or look at vision.org.au for tickets for this amazing event. But listen, we got you here on Valentine's Day. Yes. We got to talk about it. You know, shout out to your lovely wife mm. and uh, the, you know, the, the love of your life there. Uh, obviously, for two people in in you know Christian leadership like the two of you, it's always roses. Always, it's yes. it's you know just you well, know you honey- don't do much work, so you're just yeah, sitting around. Right. You must be on dates all the well, time. Well, I'm, I'm basically playing golf most of the week, <laughs> and then I I just speak on a Sunday because I think that's that what every pastor does. That is how it works, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, we've offended every pastor. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. know that is tongue in cheek. No, that's not, not true. true. Not, not true. true at all. Well, 25 years ago, almost. DJ, you mm. shot a wedding yeah. for my wife and I. So yes. talk about, you know, so cool. And Valentine's Day is a really fun day for us um, because it was 26 years ago on Valentine's Day that I actually kissed my wife for the first oh, time. That's now, amazing. for all the people out there that say you should wait until your wedding day for yes. that first kiss, right. yes, I applaud you. Good for you. But yeah. I am not that spiritually okay. mature. <laughs> So I kissed my wife on Valentine's Day. We got engaged a little later and married later in the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now, uh, you know, uh, the you know the kids are doing well. Mm. Uh, you've just had uh, your uh, one of your kids married. Yes, that's uh, right. And yeah. uh, it's you know all it's all happening. So as we think about relationships, and you're in you're you know you're in this you know great opportunity with you uh, and your wife to be uh, you know helping a lot of you know couples and especially church leaders around uh, you know thinking about you know soul care you know, burnout, how they keep themselves healthy and all that type of stuff, relationships have to be a big part of that. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, you know, you've, it's kind of cliche, but the central relationship is your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And if that's in a great space, then it's going to have an impact on every other relationship, including the spouse relationship or your relationship with your children mm. and so on. And I think one of the things I struggled with for many years in my relationship with God is that I knew that God loved me. Mm. Like I knew that Mm. so much so that he would send his son to die for me so I could have a relationship with him, not just now, but forever. Yeah. But I'll be honest with you guys. I didn't know if God liked me. Really? (laughs) I knew that he liked me. Well, I've done a lot of things, Fel, that are not that likable. Really? And even though his love covers a multitude of sins, literally, does he really like just hanging with me? Wow. Yeah. Is yeah. that is that something he likes to do oh, and he wants to do? Like, I love it. And I would oftentimes, you know, show up as if God was on my back porch and asking him for all of the things that I needed to get done for him yeah. for the day. Like, hey, God, beginning of the day, mm. want to get a bunch of things done for you because I think that'll help you to like me more. Yeah. And it's almost as if I discovered along the way of soul care, like, He's not worried about the list. He'd love to just hang out on the porch all day together because <laughs> yeah, he wow. actually likes being with me. It's Ooh. like the Mary and Martha, isn't it? Totally. Which of those two was he the most thankful for? Yeah. It was the one who just sat and was at his feet and spoke and talked and related with him. Yeah. Mm. And you know what's interesting about that story? I'm so glad you brought that up, Phil, because they're like some of my heroes of yeah. the faith, Mary and Martha. Jesus didn't say that. Mary chose the only thing. Yeah. He said that she chose what was better and it won't be taken from her. So what Martha was doing was important and it shouldn't be disregarded, but what Mary chose was just better. Mm. And so I think to myself now, 
I think he just likes being with me, and we might get some things done throughout the day together, but that's not, in his mind, what's better. All right. I've got a lot of questions. As the resident Martha of, uh, of yeah. the team here, I've got a lot of questions, and I want to stick up for Martha oh, over here. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so I want to, uh, I want to uh, you take a break. We'll come back on this Valentine's Day. We're talking relationship, and we're talking the biggest relationship of all here with Perco on Rise and Shine. Okay, before the break, we were talking about Mary and Martha. You mentioned you brought up Mary and Martha. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the great story we get in the gospel of Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus, just absorbing the, yes. the stories, the, the wisdom and everything like that. But there were things to do on the list. <laughs> and the good girl, Martha, was getting the things done. Obviously an oldest older sibling to a younger sibling. Yeah, and there. look, Probably. I think you're, <laughs> you're telling us by that tone that there's one of those people you relate with oh. I read that story and go, Mary, Mary, there are things to be done over here. <laughs> what are you doing? This hasn't been unstacked. Yeah, yeah, you're going to hang out with Jesus once everything is done. Uh, so I feel for Martha because I'm like that in my heart of hearts. I want to be the good child. Mm. I want to be that older sibling with the prodigal son and say, hey, Dad, I've been working in the field all the time. I relate to those characters all the time, and I hear you because sometimes I know what it's like in a family. I have lots of family members that I love. Do I really like them? Mm. Do I like to spend time with I've them? I've got a question for you, Perko. Mm. Yeah. Because it sounds like you have been DJ in the yeah. past. Oh. and you, But you've travelled <laughs> to steroids. a place. <laughs> On steroids. <laughs> really? Now, yeah. that is scaring my mind. But uh, <laughs> let's let's take that to the side. Um, if we were, You've obviously done this, been a journey yeah. where you've gone from the, I, I have to do for God to love me, to actually I want to hang with God. Mm. He likes me and I'm going to do life with him. Mm. What was that journey like? What happened? Yeah, I mean, it's been, it's a continual journey. Yeah. And it's a journey, I think, for me of identity. I think I yeah. thought of myself as his servant right. for a very long period of time, which I am, but I'm actually first his son. Yeah. And out of my sonship, out of my relationship with the God that actually not just loves me, but he likes me. Yeah. Like, I love my boys, but I like hanging out with Miles and Zave too. I love yeah. it. And it's through that sonship that I serve him, not being his servant that makes him like me. Well, and then you go through the day differently, don't you? Absolutely. Now, I mean, I'm driving down here. Yeah. And I know this is going to get weird, but I- <laughs> let's, let's get weird. I'm kind of, I kind of think of abiding in Jesus yeah. as that kind of process of having that imaginary friend. You 100%. had that You had that kid that at the playground when you were a kid was like, hey, you can't sit there. Sally's sitting there. That's right. And Give me that extra cupcake. Sally. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm driving and Jesus yeah. is riding in the car with me. Yes. And before that, he was having a cup of tea with me this morning, early in the morning. Yeah. We just sat in silence together. I don't make Jesus a cup of tea. I don't go quite <laughs> that far, but I probably should <laughs> because it would help me to know his presence in the midst of the marthering of the day, mm-hmm. even when I'm serving him, it's about a relationship with him and being with him. I was just reading a book over the break called yeah. Two Chairs. Yeah, it's a And great they book. would set up the chairs and he encourages you to actually go and sit and actually make an appointment at like a time. Mm. And there is actually a chair there, a physical chair. And, yeah. hey, I'm going to spend this time with God and I'm coming not to get the list ticked off, yeah. but actually to hear what God says and it sets you up for the day. Ask so for his I've, wisdom. Phil, I've probably taken two chairs to an extreme. Okay. And I'm And I'm – I'm trying to lead a life that carries an extra chair everywhere. I love it. All throughout the day, yes. even in the even in the studio where we're sitting and, yes. and we're talking about this, 
His presence is here with us. It's an awareness Mm. of that throughout your day. And Mm. great people I've heard who have been preachers, often that's where they come to, and that's been their goal, their prayer to God. Hey, God, make yourself so real that Mm. every moment of the day I'm aware that you're actually with me. I think that's the dream of walking with Jesus in loving union every moment of the day. Yeah, and I love I love that difference that you've brought out this morning about love and like. I know for some of you listening right there, you're going, oh, man, that's really hit home. I'm going to struggle through that. Mm. I don't understand what you're saying. If people want to reach out to you, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you on yeah, social it's media? it's super simple. It's just my name with Perco in the middle. So it's Jason Perco Perkins on the web or Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is that you use. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's how you can find me, Jason Perko Perkins. Yeah, if you've got any questions about that, because I know you'd love to, I know you'd love to have a conversation with someone, Jason Perko Perkins. Do a Google search; you'll find it straight away. Uh, uh, now, listen, Carrie uh, Newhoff is coming up. Yeah. You're going to be run off your feet. Thank you so much for taking your time to come back in here, especially on Valentine's Day. Give that beautiful wife of yours a big kiss for us. And uh, we can't wait to talk to you in two weeks' time. A little bit of soul care with uh, with Perco here on Rise and Shine. Rise and Shine with Felon DJ on Vision. You're on Rise and Shine with Fel DJ and in the building, <laughs> Australia's favourite adopted son, <laughs> Pastor Jeff Vines, yeah. is here. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. I wonder if it's wrong to be jealous that somehow God didn't ordain you to be born in the country that you really wanted to be born. Is, that, is it wrong we, to question we God? We will take you in. Why God? Why God? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, you know, I, why couldn't I be born in, especially Brisbane or the Gold Coast. Well, listen, we oh. we we uh, you know we we follow with what's going on news wise every now and then with California and the mm. governor over there and some yeah. of the crazy stuff that's going on. We're willing to take you in any time oh. if you need to get out. That's no, true. That's where the call of God is just really inconvenient sometimes. Because I, I asked my friend Clive, I say, Clive, why you know why can God not? Why wouldn't God call us down to the the, the which what? Heaven on earth, I call it. Oh. Why can't we live a little bit in the, in the kingdom of God? You know, kingdom of God here, but not yet. Why can't we go down to Brisbane where it's a lot closer? And he says, look, you just got to, you know, you got to live in L.A. for now uh, wow. and uh, d- d- listen to the call of God. But uh, I've always told my friend Byron, who's a pastor out at Highway Church on the Gold Coast, they say, Byron and, and good friends of mine, say, hey, you know, I want to retire at Paradise Point. <laughs> We all do. I want to. I want to yes. live in one of those little two bedrooms and walk around Let's the corner go. to that cafe. Yeah, and just walk on the beach and 100%. maybe do some writing for the yes. rest of my life. Well, here's a, here's a pitch for you. Here's a pitch, and we're just oh, getting to know okay. you, know you out there. Uh, when when the call of God is finished in LA, yes. and He does actually call you over mm-hmm. here. We 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 uh, maybe a vision branded vision slash Jeff branded yeah. retirement village. Get a unit, you know. We have a pool in the center, and barbecues, golf? golf course on the side. There, are you a prophet? Because I'm, 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 I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, is the Lord is surely speaking to me right now? I'll, uh, I'll get the I'll get the legal team here to drop the contracts uh, yeah. later on. Now, uh, l- listen, as we get to know you, Jeff, let's yeah. let's get some things out of the way. You're not a California boy. You were no. born down in Tennessee, That's wasn't? Right. Yep. All right. So you've and you've lived all over the place. You've, yep. you've been in Australia, New yep. Zealand, Zimbabwe. Yeah. Well, I started out as a basketball player and. Some people know that, some some don't. But I started out. My my goal in life was to try to play in the NBA, and I I was a small college All American, so wow. I had a very good career. And then uh, just went to tryout camp, and I tell the story often. I uh, after the first day, so it's five days you get to try to catch the scouts' eyes. But after the first day, I knew. Yeah, <laughs> I knew. I knew. You know, I could score. 
but I couldn't guard anybody. And I, you know how you know? And I went up to the coach at the end of the first day. I said, man, I've had a good career, yeah. but I know, and you do too, I'm yeah. not going to make it. He how goes, you know what? You I was 22. Wow. And uh, he came up, he, you know, he said, you know, you're the first player to ever come up and talk to us. Wow. Wow, but Jeff, we love you. You're you're a good player, but you're, you're not going to easy go bag. Yeah. Easy bag. <laughs> and they they actually paid for they, you know they paid for my trip. They paid for everything and wow. sent me home. <laughs> oh, wow. I actually I volunteered to go, but I knew you knew I'm not in Kansas anymore. So that that for for a young man at 22, where yeah. you got your whole life stretching out yeah. ahead of you, you're yeah. thinking, what am I going to do? You obviously had an idea. This is the path yeah. that God's got me. You know, I, I had a great father. Okay, great wisdom in my father. Yeah, he, he was a military guy, kind of. The, the rules around the house, but my father equipped me to handle situations like that, and he and my mother had given me such great faith that that it, you know it's almost like God spoke to me that day too, and it's and, and that's why I went to the coach because it's I heard God say not audibly but yeah. in my mind I'm thinking God was saying hey your basketball days are over son <laughs> I've given you a lot of success but that's not what the calling on your life let's revamp and yeah. I kind of knew that driving down there. You know, but you don't want to come to terms with that when you when you live your whole life. Th- think, imagine you're going to play, you're going to play for the Broncos. Mm. You know, my favorite rugby league team. Don't yeah. like rugby, love rugby league. <laughs> and uh, so, Clive took me to Suncorp Stadium yeah. last time I was here. Oh, rugby league! So we're watching the game, and I'm thinking, think of all these young men that are so good that have been told how good they are, but mm. they just can't can't quite make it into the big leagues. Yeah. You know. And that would be devastating if your whole identity was based on that. But if it's like, mm, okay, let's go over here. And then after that, one thing led to another. I end up in Africa, I end up in Bible College Seminary. And, did, and actually, it, it's a long story, but it was just a crazy season of life. But no, It sounds like a lot it. of one thing after another is one to end thing. up in Africa. <laughs> you're sitting there with a coach. Okay, and next thing you're in Africa. Yeah, well, what got me job. to Africa was chasing a beautiful woman. And that's well, why right, now that, now, that sounds like a Valentine's Day this story. This is a Valentine's yeah. Day story <laughs> that we want to hear. Let's take a quick break. You're on Rise and Shine with Val, DJ, and our very special guest here for Valentine's Day, <laughs> Pastor Jeff Vines, and you bought us chocolate, yeah. and we didn't have a gift for you, so I feel a bit bad. Sorry well, about that. The gift it was is DJ's your present. Oh, oh, look yeah, at no, that. No, very nice, look very at that. Nice. Now, listen, you left everybody in a cliffhanger. You were chasing a woman mm. to Africa. we got about two minutes left yeah. before we got to sure. go to go to the thing. Tell us the story. Yeah, I was playing basketball in college, and uh, the, the thing about it, uh, I met this beautiful woman and quite frankly and take this right i i never even though i dated i'd never really had an interest in a woman like yeah. this yeah. you know you, you know how you date around but it's only it, you know when you're in high school and college it's for show yeah. you, you can't <laughs> you can't go to a party you can't go to a function without a, a plus one yes uh but uh, i met this girl at college and it, immediately, I thought well, this is different. Yeah, and okay. part of it was she had no interest in me. And, you know, that that is woman. That's a, a an idea yes, there for you. Yes. Mm. In fact, my wife often tells me now because I ended up marrying this girl, and she said, "You know, I, <laughs> the reason we've been a, 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 together for so long is I didn't worship you like all your other girlfriends. Yeah. So you wow. like to remind me of that. Wow, good. And I think s- I like her. Oh, you would like her. You would like her. <laughs> so so uh, we met, but then she had made a commitment to go back to Africa. Uh, to do mission work. Okay. And even though we met and the relationship uh, went on warp speed, she I like the fact that she said, look, the fact is I've made a commitment and I'm not My changing that commitment. Yes. So we were separated for 18 months while she fulfilled her her, her work in Africa with wow. children. Mm. And then I went over in the summer 
to show her, look, I'm really interested in continuing this relationship. I can be committed too. And I, you know, I was in Tennessee, so I'd never been out of Tennessee. So I'm not only leaving the state; I'm leaving. I'm going basically the world. You're basically leaving the world. So I got on my first airplane ride, go over there, and I stayed for eight weeks coaching basketball. Okay. A local high school there was promoting the game and had this American there that they had heard. So immediately they jumped on, and I was coaching basketball, but I was spending my time with her. And I told her, but when I left, I said, "Look, you got to know something." I want to marry you. I know I got to go back, but I'm telling you right now. And I brought a ring. I was ready. <laughs> wow. I, oh, yeah. Oh, That's yeah. Very nice. I, I'd, I'd done all this work during the summer. So, yeah, one thing led to another. She said yes, went back, spent six months apart again, and then she came home, and we got married, and oh. we never looked back. Let's, okay, on the, on the note of that, I've asked you for a special song. You've pulled out one of our favorites here, the man with a voice, Brian Duncan. Let's have a listen to Traces of Heaven. This is going out. Let's dedicate this on Valentine's Day to your lovely wife. Well, she is a trace of heaven. Oh, look at you go. We'll clip that and send it over for her. DJ and Pastor oh, Jeff, <laughs> and we're loving getting some calls in with yeah. questions for Pastor Jeff. And, uh, and look, we've got Emma on the line from Myrtle Fed in Victoria. Emma, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm Yeah, I'm really good. <laughs> now, now, hang on, hang on. Myrtleford, we had Samson earlier in the show, 12-year-old Samson. DJ is, was recruiting for the show. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> is, is there any connection here? Is there any connection here, Emma? Yes, there is. So, um, Sam, my son. Um, yeah. oh, we right. love him. He was so good. I'll be sending you the. Uh, I'll be sending you the contract later on for him to work <laughs> for Vision uh, later on because yes. he was absolutely yep. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> sounds great. No, that sounds great. Now um, you, you you've got a question for Pastor Jeff. Yes, I do. So, um, I, I was actually I, I was listening to Vision yesterday on the radio, and I heard Jeff you're coming on, and I thought, right, um, that's it. I'm going to ask him this question because. I'm in such a uh, oh, I was in such an angry mood. Um, I'm, I'm actually I'm I'm unevenly yoked with my husband, who's a complete hard heart of stone atheist. He's completely opposite to me, and um, and I thought, you know, what am I going to do? Do I does God tell you to divorce, or does He tell you to stick it stick with it? And my children are going to suffer, and. My gorgeous son, Sam, actually rang up this morning. Yeah. I thought, oh, isn't that just a gift from God? You know, that he's just um, yeah, just Ooh. alive yeah. in my children already. But I guess my my question for you, Jeff, is, you know, how, how do you live with someone who, who just despises what yeah. you love and yeah. your life? Like, yeah. God's, God's, God's my life, and yeah. I, I just don't want it to affect our children. We- yeah. Well, you're asking the right question because in First Corinthians seven, uh, the Apostle Paul would tell you, "Stay with your husband." You know, you you're in the marriage yeah. covenant now. You're in the marriage bond, and if he, if, you know, obviously he's faithful to you, so that's good. If if un, if there was unfaithfulness, that would be a different issue. But because he's been faithful to you, uh, mm-hmm. stay in the marriage, and who knows with your influence over time that it mm-hmm. could transform him. However, uh, you know this. What do you do in the meantime? Well. Let me tell you, I've I've traveled the world speaking, debating atheists all my life, and I've still never met one true intellectual atheist. And what I mean by that is there's usually something happening in a person's life or something that's happened in the past 
whereby they refuse to say, you know what, I'm going to embrace God or I'm going to be open to a, a, a world where God created and there's a he's revealed to us his son, Jesus Christ. And 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 to, to be open to that means that there's 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 it's not an intellectual decision. It's something that's happened previously in your life that you've got to come to terms with. So I, I would say to you, don't believe that there's no hope in this. Mm. But at the same time, what you want to do is continually pray that whatever barriers exist, that God would break down. So, mm-hmm. so, And then pray that he would give you insight to speak the right word at the right time. Because I'm telling you, there's no <laughs> intellectual atheism is just impossible because you, you end up postulating what we call an absolute negation. You're basically saying there absolutely is no God. And to say that, you would have to have absolute knowledge of the universe, and nobody does. So in, in almost every situation, and I still haven't found a, an alternative uh, or an exception, there's some pain in his life. Uh, the only other issue is that sometimes there's an acknowledgement of God inside, but there's the fear of having to change. And there's the fear of, well, if I, if I receive this into my life, then I've got to change the way I'm living. But the, 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 the assumption there is that the way I'm living is the best way to live. And God gives his law and his precepts because he wants us to live within certain parameters, and that's where the abundant life comes. So here, all that, and that's a lot of philosophy there, a lot of theology there, but let's, <laughs> let's put it like this. You pray that God would open doors. Pray that there would be people come around him that would speak the right word at the right time, and, and you just continue to model your love for your son. Let me tell you, that, that gets a father eventually. As you model yeah. the love, and you know what? You know who can bring your husband to Christ is your son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for Samson. Yeah. That is the one that you you know you're just gonna sometimes seem like you're oh you're always talking to me about this religious stuff. That's why you let it go. You continue to be who you are with God and let Him see the transformation and change and joy in you. And there will come a right time and right place. And here's the thing: what I tell people to pray, and a lot of people don't want to pray it, especially if it's your son or grandson. I tell people pray that God would pull the rug out from under the person I love until they would know that Jesus is what they really need. So whatever other things he's pursuing, you have to pray that God would reveal those, expose those, and almost undermine those until the person knows that what I really need, what I'm really looking for in my life and these other things is a relationship with God. Mm, mm, Beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Thanks so much. That's very encouraging. Thank you, Emma. And we're praying for you and Samson and your husband as well. But thank you so much for your call this morning. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time. Take care. Thanks, Emma. Oh, thank you, Emma. Give us a call right now. Rise and shine with Fel and DJ DJ. on Vision. Pastor Jeff Vines is in the house. Very, very exciting. And the phones are lighting up with people with questions. Love it. We've got Fiona from Tassie on the line. How are you doing, Fiona? I'm doing very well, thank you. Awesome. Now, have you got a question for Pastor Jeff? I have a very deep, very, very important question. I hope it's a hard one. It is breakfast. It is breakfast. He has had a cup of coffee. (laughs) If he thinks that heaven is on earth in Brisbane and the Gold Coast, my question is, (laughs) is when are you coming to Tassie? I was waiting for this. I was waiting for this. You know, Fiona, I was in Tassie last year. Uh, Oh, you didn't tell me. Yes. (laughs) we uh, we, When when, um, Vision launched their new uh, station in Tassie, Phil Edwards uh, asked me if I'd go over, so we did. We stayed in Hobart. Uh, Beautiful. Spoke at a church. Can you remember? I've uh, got my associate here, but it was a church over on the was east side uh, of Hobart and had a great time. Had had probably 40 high schoolers 
asking me some of the best, most difficult questions I've ever been asked in my really? life. I thought I'd been asked everything. These guys were very sharp. They were dealing with cultural issues in their, with their faith and how to communicate their beliefs to a very secular world. Mm. And I, I got to tell you, Fiona, I loved Tazzy. Ah. I absolutely loved it. I had a friend come over uh, from the Gold Coast, a golfing friend of mine, and we played a couple of the golf courses around Hobart, but the hotel was great. The coffee, you guys, listen, <laughs> Melbourne has nothing on you guys when it comes to coffee. You guys can do great coffee, so had a great time. Excellent. Well, when you come back to Tassie, come to Devonport, oh. bring your wife, and I've got five horses for her to play. Oh, oh, look at this. Can you write that down? Yeah. Can we get her details? we got details. I've got her phone she number She thinks here. I won't do it. She's got to hear from me. Wait a minute. I was just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the phone number here, Fiona. All right. Uh, listen, thank you so much yeah, for thanks. giving us a call. And, yes, we do love Tasmania. It is heaven on earth as well. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God, God saved they, they say the best for last. Well, the smallest for the best. <laughs> <laughs> amen, amen. Hey, thank you, Fiona. Thank you. Bless you. No worries. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right. Fell, DJ, and Pastor mm. Jeff Fines, who we're having a lot of fun with in fun. your favourite place in the world, exactly. Australia. Well, uh, you, you did mention the Gold Coast before, but we've got uh, Kaz here from Wyala, South Australia. On the line, our good friend Kaz. Good morning, Kaz. Good morning. Uh, do you want to now? Are you going making a pitch for Wyala, South Australia, being the best place of all? Or? <laughs> oh, not at the moment. It's like forty degrees, and it's so hot. But I, but, I, but I enjoy that. The the hotter the, the hot, better hot. for me. Oh like yes, forty degrees oh, yeah. is serious. I was I was in Adelaide uh, about four or five years ago, and it was forty three. And uh, really? I liked it because nobody golfs in it 43. So I had the whole cover. course to myself. Oh, my goodness. And I love yeah. that. No, seriously, I do love that kind really? of dry heat. Yeah, doesn't uh, bother uh, me. Well, Kaz, in the I'm, mi- in, I'm in, hanging out for winter. <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of all that heat, have you got a question for Pastor Jeff this morning? Yeah, um, the lady that was on the phone before, she was talking about how her husband doesn't believe. Mm. And I am the only Christian in my family. Wow. And it's becomes really, really hard because I get so excited of what's happened at church, yeah. what's happened in my life, how God's changed and changed me and everything, the music I love, yeah. you know, and, and my husband is supportive but doesn't believe and yeah. I just find sometimes, um, you know, talking to one of my daughters, she just shuts down and it's really lonely sometimes and I'm just wondering how to um, deal with that loneliness of being that only person that believes in my household. Yeah, you know, it's interesting that I just got finished doing a series back in the, the U.S. on Matthew 24, and I, it's a very difficult passage, and it uh, it's where Jesus tells the disciples that uh, he's going to go away. Mm. And uh, the, the reason the text, and this, this is very relevant to where you are, but the reason the text is so difficult is because the disciples ask one question, and they're thinking about, when is the messianic kingdom going to come? When is Jesus going to stand on the earth and he's going to take control mm-hmm. of the Roman authorities and he's going to rule? That's In their mind, that's Messiah. That's why they missed him the first time. Mm-hmm. In his mind, he's answering not only that question, but he's also answering the question of what's going to happen through, peop- through what we call the church age. What kind of life are we going to be living until we wait for the second coming? 
And as you go through that list of things that he mentions, wars, rumors of wars, and you're going to have famine, you're going to have all those things continuing, which the disciples would have struggled with because they think when Messiah comes, all those things end. So Jesus mm-hmm. said, no, th- that's not the end. This is going to happen for quite a long time. But the whole point of Matthew 24 isn't trying to describe every difficult uh, singular event that will happen in history. The main point of Matthew 24 is there's going to be a great falling away that there's going to be a lot of people who simply aren't going to want to go through the, the, the narrow gate. And that's why I said earlier that the, the, the atheism is not an intellectual decision. I used to think that when I was younger, and I would read everything I could in philosophy to try to debate people who are agnostic or atheists, and I came to realize over time it, there's so much more happening in the lives of people around us. Typically, and, and I say all that to say this, Jesus told us, he said, look, I, remember I told you this, the, the closer you get to Jesus— and the more deep in your relationship with Jesus you become, the more the world is going to reject you. Now, yeah. it, it is true that as we're salt and light, there will be some who will be drawn into a relationship with Christ. That, that is true, but you never know who those are. But the more Christ-like you become, the, more, the less like the world you're going to become, and the world is going to reject you. Think, think about the, the positions we have in our faith right now. They're not very popular. Society is going a whole different direction than the Christ followers going. And they see mm-hmm. us, you know, you know, the, the early Christians were rejected they, by two major groups. They were rejected by the religious people because the religious Jews believed the Christians were violating the law of Moses, so they didn't accept them. But do you know the Greco-Roman world rejected them because they classified the Christians as atheists? Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. classified them as atheists because they wouldn't worship the pagan gods. So that when earthquakes, yeah. fa- f- floods, famines came, they blamed the Christians because you're not worshiping mm-hmm. the gods, you're atheists, so, so let's kill the Christians. Well, that may not be happening in our world today. Well, it is happening in some places, but in places like the United States, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, what's happening with us is that society looks at us as stifling progress. They think we're holding society back when actually what we're trying to do is keep society pure so that God will rain down his blessings on us. So all of that to tell you this. Yes, you should expect as time goes on, you're going to be alienated and marginalized as a Christ follower. Be, yep. be calm. You know, remind yourself, hey, this is a test of my faith. The fact that I'm still following Jesus proves that I'm the real deal. And yeah. lean into your devotional life. Those disciplines the, that are a part of prayer and Bible reading, saturate your mind with the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Go to church, man. Have those spiritual experiences, and the Holy Spirit will give you the sustenance and the stability that you need to endure. Yeah. Yeah, Amen. thank you. Oh, That's Kaz. Beautiful. Well, yeah. our prayers are with you, Kaz, and we're we're uh, you know really hoping and believing that uh, yeah. God's going to do some amazing yeah. stuff. And we're happy to be part of your family, there, Kaz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a cool yeah, name, by you. the way. What a cool name, Kaz. I like that name. Kaz. Uh, <laughs> thank uh, you. Well, he Kaz, cool. we've we've got to run into the Vision National News headlines. Great conversations, fun, inspiration, and more. Rise and shine with Felon DJ on Vision. Pastor Jeff, who's in the house. Very exciting to have you, Pastor Jeff. It's always good. I hear I hear new music when I come down. Oh, there we go. Like like Brandon Heath. You know, you can hear us all it. the time. Oh, nice we'll, one. We'll pop he, the app over for you. It's, it's nice to, uh, you know, refer you back to some American artists from your homeland <laughs> from over here in Australia. That's uh, Isn't that it's weird, isn't it? it? Is I, don't, I don't know if we change or uh, <laughs> who's popular or what's going on, but I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, that was very funky. Yeah. Now, yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, people who are absolutely, uh, you know, loving what you're doing, Pastor Jeff, and we're getting so many messages. Just had a wonderful 
beautiful message from Mickey in Chindera. She wanted to thank you for your ministry. She loves hearing you on the radio. And uh, we've got Linda on the line. Good morning, Linda. Hi. Uh, now, you, you've got Pastor Jeff. Let me introduce you, Pastor Jeff, Linda, <laughs> Linda, Pastor Jeff. What would you like to say to Pastor Jeff? I want to say the biggest ever thank you um, for so many years of God has spoken through you to us in so many ways. Sorry, I'm, I'm very oh, <laughs> emotional. Okay. We're going through a lot of family stuff and even just what you said to the lady Emma before just spoke in what we're dealing with with our adult son Mm -hmm. and I just want to say thank you God just uses you speaks through you every single time we hear you yeah Linda never never forget and I with your with your oldest son never forget that even when you think that God is not working man God is always working you never know what's going on in his mind his life and his friends around him so never give up never give up Yep, yep. Thank you. Thank you. And also, this is absolutely the highlight of my day to (laughs) be able to talk to you. It's my birthday, and I couldn't better on my birthday. Thank you for taking the time to say hello. Okay, well, I think it's important that we sing happy birthday. Well, we'll let Jeff go close to the mic. Okay, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Linda. Happy birthday to you. And many more. Hooray! <laughs> oh, hey, happy birthday, Linda. And it's on Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't get me anything extra. No! I was just going to ask that. You don't get... Oh, man. Hey, Linda, have a wonderful birthday. Yay. I'm so glad we're able to make this happen for yeah. you today. And, oh, thank you so much. Sorry I got upset. No, but, no, no, no. Don't, look, be, don't be sorry. You are echoing so many people's mm. emotions. Messages are coming in, and people are very emotional because, and this is it, you know, Jeff, your voice has been there for them. God has used your voice in these times where they've really been struggling. And, and God's uh, wisdom has Yeah, so yeah. We, we, we totally get it, Linda. We totally get it. And Linda, let me let, let me let you know that we all have those struggles, pastors, teachers, with our families. Yeah. And we're going yeah. through something similar with a couple of my nephews. So it's all yeah. there. Just stay the course. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Hey, bless oh, you heaps, Linda. You have so a much. wonderful birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you so much for calling. We're fielding all sorts of questions from around the country. I'm, I'm a little bit yeah. panicky here because I'm looking at the time and I'm thinking, we're running out. Our time is running out with <laughs> well, you. And we on haven't the even got to my favourite question from fun. Instagram yet. Well, <laughs> Save that to the end because we've got <laughs> we've got Belinda on the line. Good morning, Belinda. Good morning. How are you? Now you're calling up from Tasmania as well. I am. Okay. It's beautiful down here at the moment. Well, oh, so we hear. So we, we hear that it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. What's uh, your question, Belinda? Um. Okay. So this is something I've been struggling with. My dad died um, a little over a year ago, and he wasn't a Christian Mm. Um, and if I believe what I'm supposed to believe then he is not in heaven Mm. Um, uh, sorry I I guess I just want to know where he is where we sure yeah let me ask you a couple questions number one you're sure he wasn't a believer right yeah so, I have vague memories of um, 
going to Uniting Church when mm. I was little, like really, really little. Um, I have, I, I don't remember anything as a teenager. Um, yeah, any so yeah. I, I, quite small, and they're sort of like I said, vague memories. Yeah, here, um, even in the midst of this, let me tell you that you can have a great peace, and here's why. The one thing we know with certainty about the God of the Scriptures is that he is a fair and a just and a good, forgiving God. So it is impossible for any of us to know. That's why we're told never to judge, is because it's impossible for us to know what is happening in a person's life. Okay, We, we yeah. just don't know what thinking process they have. We don't know what baggage they brought into their lives. We don't know what's happened to them over the course of their lives. Now, of course, that doesn't change the fact that we do believe that salvation is only in the name of Jesus, because only in his name are, can our sins be atoned for and us put in a right relationship with God. And so the, 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 the story of redemption is that we are sinners, all of us, all of us, and we're separated from God because of that sin. In order for us to have relationship with God and live with God through eternity, that sin has to be atoned for. Now, yep. where your father's concerned you take comfort in knowing that whatever the decision God makes, it will be fair and just. Amen. That is, the, that is what you trust God to do. And as far as where your father is now, if you say, okay, where's my dad now? According to Scripture, uh, and th- this is where you get different views from different theologians, okay? So here's my view. Uh, I'm not right about everything. I promise you that. But the, yeah. my understanding of Scripture is that when we die, we go in what I call a waiting place. Um, and so... When the Lord returns, that's when the final judgment happens, and there will be those who will go in the presence of the Lord and those who will go outside the presence of the Lord. Nobody really knows exactly what that place is like. We just assume that when God withdraws his presence, everything that is good is absent from that place. We're heaven because God is there. Everything that is good is present in that place. So leave the final judgment up to him, up to God, and trust that he will be fair and just and uh, know that when your father died, we know immediately you go into the presence of the father. What happens after that is up to a good, loving, righteous, forgiving, fair God. Mm-hmm. And so if you, yep. if, you, if you rest in that, then you won't, you're not going to worry about that all your life. You're just going to say, man, you know, God is the creator and sustainer of all things. My father's in his presence, and whatever happens after that is fair and just and good. Okay. Okay. Take confidence in that, and, and see. The more you lean into your your own faith, uh, I'm telling you, I've seen this happen all my life. God, over time, the more you lean into this, don't avoid the topic. By the way, mm. do, do not avoid it. Bring it to God. <laughs> And here's what God does. I avoided it till now. Exactly. That's what we do. We run away from it. That's the worst thing you can do. What you need to do is tell God exactly your complaint, even if it's God. I don't appreciate the fact that if I believe this, I've got to believe this about my dad. Would you show me and reveal to me in your scripture and get my thoughts going on the right direction? And then the the beautiful thing is you'll start noticing in your devotional life scriptures that you that you're that you're going to and that God will illuminate those and say this is what I want you to think this is where because right now you're trying to solve this in, in your human understanding that's impossible let God take you back to the scriptures lean into them and I promise you he will give you the right word at the right time and that day all of a sudden you will put your head up and you'll, you'll have confidence in the word of God that hey it's going to be all right God's large and in charge I'm going to leave this to him thank you yeah all the Thank best you. to you. Not being brave enough to talk, like ask that question 
until now. Man, I'm so and proud thought, of you. You know, yeah. you're you're a stranger. I don't know you. Yeah. You're not going to judge me. Um, so yeah, very much appreciate your answer. Thank you, but Belinda. We appreciate your honesty and your rawness mm. there with that question as well. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hey, bless you. We'll be praying for you today, Belinda. Thank you so much. All right. Uh, listen, I think we got time for maybe one more question. We might be able to squeeze one more in if you call right now. Lauren Daigle, hold on to me. You're on Rise and Shine with Fel, DJ and Pastor Jeff, who's been fielding questions from across the country. Mm. And look, I've, I've saved one for you. <laughs> My favourite question. I mean, they were all great questions. Yes, amazing. Beautiful. You've had us in tears. Excellent. But this question, very important before we let you leave the building. It came online last night uh, from a, a, view, a listener. And it is this. When, Pastor Jeff... Mm. Will you learn to love cats? Okay. Wow. The reply here is best question ever. Technically, yes. a relationship question. On Valentine's Day. So it's time to be. It's not, you know, when will you learn? We've said that we're going to be honest. Okay. Uh, we're You're in the a studio. Pastor. I'm a, a pastor. Safe space. There's Bibles so, in here. So I'm going to let the cat out of the bag here. Right. <laughs> is it in the bag? Do you, do you keep cats? You know, the reason, the reason my disdain for cats. Okay. Is that when I was eight years old, see, my buddy wow. Clive over here doesn't even know this. Okay. Wow. When I was eight years old, I almost died. Oh. Uh, I have a severe allergy to cats. Oh. And the dander gets into my lungs. Really? It's not just an allergy attack. I can't breathe. Wow. Anaphylactic type yes. of response. Yes. So I, it's like a bee sting for me. So uh, I, now that, and that's not all cats. It, it, for some reason, not all cat dander does that, but most cat dander does that. So, there have been ta- now that was when I was like eight, but it's happened numerous times. If I've ha- if I've traveled somewhere and I'd speak somewhere and they had a cat in the house, there have mm. been times I'd have to go to the emergency room in the morning. Really? So that's wow. why that's one of the reasons now I can't risk staying with people if they have animals because I don't want to say as, as soon as I get there if you have a cat I have to turn around and leave. Sure. <sighs> it's so that's that's one reason. Mm. Okay, it's not the only well, reason. That's- that's a pretty good the, reason. Yeah, it's a good reason. It's a good reason. Yeah. The other reason is I uh, uh, I like cuddling. Sure. Okay. So I always tell my wife that I'm the female in the relationship. <laughs> uh, and, 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 you know, I think we can say that. But I'm, I'm a cuddler. I, okay. I like the hug. Yeah. You know, I'm not talking. No, I, I just like the hug. I'm yeah. one of those guys at Valentine's Day. I'm one of those guys that I like to kiss and hug my wife just for the kiss and hug my wife yeah, beautiful there's no, there's no well, alternative fair. plan here okay. i just like the 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 affection okay yes. do i need to say more you can't do that with a cat cats they're not interested they have zero interest yeah they don't yeah. need you they don't no. need is that what it is really yes yeah. because a dog needs it's insecurity you, but a cat doesn't need you <laughs> and you're like old, if you don't need me yeah. then i had a dog I that i got in new zealand and right. every time i came home that mm. dog was there to greet me oh. that dog defended me hey that dog defended my daughter when she was like because really? the dog slept in my daughter's room yeah. that dog and it just gave me a security when i was traveling speaking because if you tried to go in that room at night yeah. With my little daughter, really? that dog would eat you. That yeah. dog was about 90 pounds, yeah. the most friendly dog. But a cat? Now, what would a cat do if you Listen, came in the room? I've Jump got, out the window. I've got it on good good authority here, Pastor Jeff. Yeah. We've got to run out, but I've got it on good authority oh. that the cats were sort of, yeah, they came up with the thistles and the thorns at the fall. There wasn't a cat beforehand there. They should have just oh. arrived after. That is good theology. Look, I'm, I'm with you. I knew I liked you. I'm putting that on my post. Mm-hmm. Good cat, theology. Cat Pastor owners Jeff. of Australia unite. I think... <laughs> 
think we need I, some cat. They would, but they don't care about each other. Exactly, exactly. Hey, in all seriousness, hey, thank you so much sure. for your time this morning. I know you're going to be hanging out with us uh, at Vision for uh, for today, and it's been an absolute blessing to have you on the show. Uh, I wish I could. Uh, seriously, I wish we could do this for a few hours. Wow. Oh, we would love that. Yeah. You're welcome any time. Yeah, this my meets friend, my need anytime. more than the preaching is there. Yeah. Co- coaching people <laughs> and encouraging. You know what I mean? And then having yeah. some jokes with you guys. Yeah, well, it's been a wonderful morning. Yeah, We've it's loved been absolutely fantastic and fa- absolutely fantastic. Listen, great conversations, fun, inspiration, and more. Rise and shine with Fell and DJ on Vision. Well, it's time for the curtain call. We this love is, the curtain call. Yeah, look, it's been a massive show. Not only Perco, Jeff Vines in here. We've had so many calls. Got to say, we've got an exclusive on the podcast with I Jeff Ons. Well, and can I just say, it was because often the podcast, we always yeah. do a little, if you have never listened to it, you should. Yes. We do a little chat at the beginning yeah. of it, and it's yeah. always very nice. Normally light. light I normally tease fluffy. DJ. Yep. You know, Moving in. But today, there was one question which we didn't have time for in the show. Woo! And a bit of a doozy, if yeah. we say in Australian, we would say it was a doozy of a question. Yes. And Pastor Jeff has just answered it. We've recorded it on that podcast you you should have a listen. Have a listen if you love if you love Pastor yeah, Jeff. Yeah, uh, a you very know, good response che- to a difficult question. Check out the podcast the there. But it's time everybody. for our curtain call. And on the line this morning, <laughs> it sounds we like you're all over Kiwi Valentine's Steve. Day. Big good plans. morning, Steve. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, and yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from from um, I, I I left the air conditioning on for my wife. Ah, oh, oh, look yeah. what a True what a love. gentleman! What True a gentleman! There you go, there you go. Now, I know, talk, talking to you previously, Kiwi Steve, I know that you and your wonderful wife are like ships in the night sometimes because you're up early doing, you know, trucking all over Victoria there and your wonderful wife, she's working night shifts at a hospital. Yes, yeah, but sometimes, yeah, she'll be getting up um, at 7.30 and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to bed at 7. So. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, so... And, and so, yeah, yeah, she goes, I know when you're really tired, she goes, because I'm asleep before you get out of the shower. She says, and I go, yeah, it's been a big day. So, <laughs> Oh, boy. Well, hopefully uh, yeah. hopefully, there's going to be uh, some spot on the on the day today where you'll actually, uh, you know, you know, be able to see each other and have a chat. Uh, <laughs> but how can we help you this morning? Oh, curtain call, please. Ooh, let's go. What are we after? Um, King's Kaleidoscope, a prayer for all those people who have a bit of doubt or get like me and go, you know, you said that wee bit of, um, you know, complacency with God and go, is he really there? Um, so, yeah, if you turn this up, listen to the first verses, you know, you're, you're stumbling, you're falling around, then then when the violins and that kick in, with that big chorus that God just turns up, you know, oh. he's got such love, he died, he put his son on the cross for us. And, you know, he's there, he's there looking after you. So wow. just reach out to anybody having a tough time. Oh, so bless you all. Can hear it in your voice, Kiwi Steve. I love this song. I love this request. Beautiful. Thanks, guys. Blessings all. Uh, what I'm going to do, Kiwi Steve, if it's okay with you, I'm going to actually play a cover. If I can, I love finding an Australian cover. Oh. Of an American That's song. A good idea. And this is uh, from a band called Tekoa, T E K O A, a new band in Melbourne, Victoria. They're absolutely phenomenal. One of the lead singers, there's three singer songwriters in this group, and one of them is Rory McKenna. Rory McKenna is famous in Victoria for being one of the, you know, he's a go to backup singer. 
So if an oh. international act comes through, they go, we need Rory McKenna. Okay. So he's he, always the second guy. Yeah, he's always, but now he's the front man. He's a front oh, man a I lot of times. That. But he's an absolute legendary singer. He has created a cover of this song. It's also on YouTube. If you look up, remember this, you will not have a dry eye in the house. Really? With this video here. It is absolutely moving. I'll get choked oh, up even no. just talking about it. Rory McKenna, this is his cover of The Prayer. If you look up Rory McKenna for Mum okay. on YouTube, you watch it there. It's absolutely incredible. Read the story behind it. But here it is. For Kiwi Steve and for anybody struggling out there, keep on listening. Listen to the lyrics. And at a moment in this song, you'll hear Jesus singing back to the singer. It'll move you no end. This is it. The prayer on Rise and Shine. Will I fall or will I miss them? Will I fall or will I miss them? My last breath Will you be there for me after Will I waste inside the silence Where the fear is vicious violent Wicked sin and thrown to lions With no hope on the horizon Will I fall or will I miss them If I fall or if I miss them If I call you with my last breath Will you be there for me after? Cause I'm wasting in the silence And my fear is vicious violent I'm a child thrown to lions Is there hope on the horizon? If I fall or if I miss Jesus, where are you? Am I still beside you? Jesus, where are you? Am I still beside you? Still beside you, Jesus. Where are you, Jesus? Where are you?
Oh, it gets me every time. Rory McKenna. Oh. The prayer oh. going out to Kiwi Steve for our curtain call. We're supposed to lift us up, but there's a couple of tears in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Getting now, deep and meaningful. If, if you really, uh, if you want to be impacted by that and you like the sound of that, honestly, look up Rory McKenna on YouTube there. You'll find him. That is his cover of King's Kaleidoscope, The Prayer, uh, and it's called Four Mum. The video is called Four Mum. It includes his wife, who's an incredible dancer, all filmed in New Zealand. Oh. It's an absolute, oh, gee, it's, ah, need a deep breath after that one. It's been an emotional show today. Wow, but look, you know what? We've got a great day today. It's yes. Valentine's Day. Okay, yes. And we just want to remind you that whatever you're doing, you are loved by God we love you. You're part of a family of Amen. believers who love you. And uh, God has good things in store for the day, no yep. matter what it is that you're getting up to. Fellas, if you've forgotten all about it and you're hitting your forehead going, oh, Valentine's Day. Oh, you've got hours to go. You can, p- okay. Petrol stations right now have got those well, flowers. And Pick words. Them up. <laughs> words are important. A quick card yes. or a piece of paper. Oh. Yesterday we heard a post-it note is all some people need. It's all my wife needs. There you I'm, go. I'm still struggling with the post-it <laughs> note today. Uh, have yourself a wonderful day. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow for your Thursday on Rise and Shine. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.